did you know? In the world today, blended families make up over 50% of the households with school-aged children living at home. Even more staggering is the percentage of homes where those take on extended family members for whatever reason. With grandparents, grandchildren, and adult children re-entering the household at alarming rates, the dynamic shifts to roles and expectations can put a traumatic strain on finances and resources. These many times are piled on top of newly developing roles as husband and wife, stepmom or stepdad, simply because life happens. Hindsight is always 2020. And since our practice is to see that things are just as they should be in the present moment, today our focus will be just that. How to stay in the present moment when life is hurling at you, when you are overwhelmed and under stress, when you feel there's not enough of you to go around to fill the many roles you must play in your day-to-day life. When your heart is pulling you one way and your head another. When you lose your shit and you're full of regret. How do you start again? Communication, compassionate listening, and forgiveness. Building a bridge to blend a family. Today on Mitten Made Mindfulness. This is Mary Alice. Stay with us. a two-parent household. My parents got married at 22 and started a family at 27. Three girls and a surprise boy at 40 were the proverbial alphabets in my family soup. I'm the middle daughter, younger by two years, older by four, 13 years older than my little brother. We're raised in a small town in Michigan, hello, Mitten, and I now live in the neighborhood I grew up in. Imagine that. I know. Don't puke. My parents were married for nearly 30 years when my father died suddenly at 50. Mom stayed single. She went to school, concentrated on raising James, who was only 11 when my dad passed. It was a busy decade. I got married and divorced and married. My sister did too. The other one had a couple kids. We wandered through the no man's land of self-destruction and self-doubt, recklessly working our patterns and issues out on others, trying to fix our brokenness with the salve of love, sense of belonging, choosing poorly, ignoring the signs, renouncing intuition broken pickers. So what went wrong? Didn't my parents do everything right? What's the matter with me? Why, when somebody treats me badly, do I ask for more? Why do I think love means sacrifice? Compromise, sure, but giving up oneself? Where does this stuff come from? And more importantly, how do I begin to turn it off. 
number one, forgiveness of yourself and of others. Don't be your own saboteur. Don't be your own worst enemy and block your blessings. Start to understand that you have personal power. You are giving your personal power away when you give in to anger, frustration, resentments, and the holding of grudges, the keeping of secrets. Holding on to resentments creates grievance stories. These are those self-defeating stories that you tell yourself, that you proliferate, that you need to step back and ask, what are you getting out of that complaint? The martyr mother, the self-sacrificing father. What are you getting out of that? Number two, know yourself. Take some time to get to know yourself, your patterns, your issues, your weaknesses. Stop damaging behavior. Something tells me most of us have an inkling as to what these are within ourselves. As to whether or not we're willing to face them is another story altogether. Quit hiding and making excuses. These cycles will repeat without insight. Looking within, either on your own or with the help of a qualified therapist, enables us to own our actions, to be accountable to ourselves and to our loved ones, and to take responsibility for our lives. Number three, start to assume the best about everything about people, situations, just life in general. I don't expect you to wear those rose-colored glasses all the time. But maybe begin to accept that no one is perfect. Possibly most people don't do bad things on purpose. Most of us are simply going about our day, doing the best we can with what we've got. People may be thoughtless, sure, but intentionally malicious? No, not the majority, my friend. That person going 10 under in the car in front of you is not trying to purposely ruin your day. Maybe they have a sick child or a pet in the car. Try loving instead. Listen actively and compassionately. Do not be simply waiting to talk and learn not to interrupt or suggest. Now these sound simple, but they are skills and take practice. Not everything can be resolved, but met. Be like sand on the shore. No matter what the wave, the sand opens its pores and receives it, soaking it in. The compromise? Mud. Winning or losing, being right or wrong, puts us at odds with each other and perpetuates an exclusive mindset. Do you want to be at war with your spouse, your child, your parents? Compromise. 
make mud, bake bricks, build a new foundation. Number five, time and place. Like we talked about in the beginning, resources and finances can become strained, putting stress on emotions and relationships. Finding appropriate times and places to discuss sensitive topics is important. Consider the other party. Don't respond in the heat of the moment. Keep talks away from prying eyes and open ears. Walk away. Take a 30-minute period to cool off whatever you need. Feel calm and come back to yourself. The next time you come back to discuss, use a timer. Keep it contained to maybe a half hour or less. Use the tools we discussed. Listen actively. Assume the best. Take responsibility for yourself. Use compromise and forgiveness. Lastly, use I messages to communicate your feelings. Lead with positivity and don't criticize, putting others on the defensive. Placing blame and unrealistic expectations on others speaks to our inability to accept differences and take responsibility. Be willing to know your part and don't ever try to change someone else's personality. Again, find a medium, a middle ground, wherever possible. Now, there are deal breakers, and this kind of work can bring these things up. Those issues or problems that are so important to you, you just won't let go of them. These irreconcilable differences usually circle around lifestyle, values, and beliefs. If you had doubt going in, you most certainly have doubt once you pile kids and jobs and stepkids and strenuous family members on top of the heap. The good news is, most issues are not mountains, but molehills. So learn to pick your battles and compromise. I mean, what's the goal? If your goal is to stay unhappy and divorce, maybe again, hold your ground. Dig in. Don't tell your spouse about that money you slipped the kid. He'll never know. And it's not hurting anyone, is it? Does it really mean he doesn't love you if he never goes kayaking with you or joins you for yoga? And if that upsets you because you have issues, how could you reframe asking without getting emotional using an I message? These are just the tip of the iceberg and only a few popcorn kernels for me to leave stuck in your teeth to chew on until next week. Listen to this podcast again for a second or maybe even a third time. Share it with your spouse, your kids, your parents. Start a conversation. It is amazing and disarming how alike we all are on the inside, regardless of age. This collective consciousness is what makes us all human. 
It's what makes us reach out to each other in the first place to build relationships and community, family and home. I hope you gained some insight and introspection today. If you haven't already, head over to Apple iTunes, hit subscribe, rate, and review. Leave me a message and let me know your personal story or what you'd like to hear about on future episodes. Thanks so much for joining me this week. This is Mary Alice. You've been listening to Mitten Made Mindfulness. We'll see you next time.